What's going on, everybody? It has been a while, but we're we're back. We are back live on the cave, and it has been a minute, but we had to make our return. Um, and I am not by myself today. I have my brother, twenty plus years, my man, fifty grand, Sir Rick. Is in the building. What's up, Rick? You was good, man. Hey, cave listeners, man, we're back. We missed y'all as much as y'all missed us. Believe it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. We are back. Uh, let's see here. Last week was Easter, Resurrection Sunday for the Saints, and then the week before that, I actually was under no. The week before that was Easter. Yeah, and then last week I was under the weather pretty bad so I wasn't able to give my all like I wanted to but nonetheless we are back and you can reach us on Twitter at the cave 45 or on Instagram at the underscore cave 23 and uh, conspicuous by their absence but never know uh, that guy Brandon Rouse and Kirk and, and, and J-Dub they might make their appearance. Not exactly sure what's going on, but they might make their appearance. However, the show must go on. And we are glad to be back in the cave, man. You, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, we got you back in the swing thing. It's been it's been a rough few ones. It's been a rough few ones. So nonetheless, uh you know why we're here first of all it is the playoffs the playoffs have been they've been interesting would you say that oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely man every especially the second round this is crazy yes yes and and you know the first round it actually wasn't as bad as what i thought it would be like there was some good first round matchup, but this second round. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. Even, even right now, uh, while we're on here, Toronto is up by four forty five seconds on Philly. So before we got on, the series was two one, but it looks like it's going to be a two all series. And then uh, Houston, we'll talk about that. They're two one. Portland and Denver tonight seven. They're two one. And then Milwaukee and Boston is 2-1. So we are seeing some some interesting games, some competitive games, and then some non-competitiveness. What is your take for these playoffs altogether before we kind of break all this down? Um, well, the chippiness is what I'm loving about the playoffs this this uh, year. Um, the first round, we've seen it going crazy <laughs> with Russell Westbrook. And Damian Lillard, man, and that's the kind of basketball that, as a fan and as a player, you like to see that trash talk. Um, we just like to see that competitiveness. We're seeing it in the series now um, with Philly and Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with anybody off the Warriors squad. I mean, you got Draymond Green, um, and I'm not gonna call it antics, you know. <laughs> People can say what they want to say or whatever, but you know him and Draymond Green or Draymond Green and uh, Harden hit him in the eye the, the first game, and then this what happened uh, the other night, you know, uh, which looked like an accident. I mean, 
hey, it's just playoff basketball. I, I'm liking it right now. Um, Milwaukee and Boston series. I mean, nobody, nobody yeah. in this round is is getting over on anybody, man. Anything can happen. Um, I'm just loving the competitiveness, and I mean, all these teams are still the one on the road. Like, especially right. on the road, you know, in this second round, somebody's still in a game, you know, on the road, and that's huge. Mm-hmm. So, I will say this, and, and like I said, we can kind of break down each one of the series just a little bit, but I'm going to say, right, my favorite series out of this is Portland and Denver. So, like, the other night, I was watching their last mm-hmm. game when they went into, like, four overtimes. Right. And the first overtime was crazy. Second was crazy. Third overtime was crazy. But when they went to the fourth, I actually had turned the television off. Mm-hmm. And I turned it off because I was like, dude, these dudes are playing, but I have to get up in the morning. This is crazy. <laughs> but I remember, like, the last time that I had turned off the television um, and, it, you know, it was like, oh, this is over with. The Clippers came back and beat Golden State. So it's like this is must-see basketball. Um, that That is my favorite. I, Damian Lillard is playing great. CJ McCollum played outstanding. You oh. have no idea that that man went to Lehigh, or I think that's how you pronounce it, university. Like, he just put up 41 last night. Mm-hmm. Then the other night, you know, Dame Lillard had about 30. Jokic, and I'm going to say this, he's the best big man in the NBA. I'm sure many want to argue that and many want to, like, kind of, you know, uh, dis- disagree with that because of maybe Embiid or uh, Anthony Davis or whatever. But, man, what I'm seeing from Jokic, the, yeah, Joker, the Joker, that guy is phenomenal, man. He had uh, he played. What I, I had seen this stat about him playing sixty minutes, and the last person to do that in a playoff game was Kareem. Now he missed a free throw, but I know that was because of fatigue. Uh, that guy is playing amazing, man. He should be a strong MVP candidate. Not gonna win it, but I would put him in that third place for that MVP candidate. He doing a difference, man. It is. It is. He's a he's a smart basketball player, man. He makes great decisions. Uh, his poise, like I mean, dude, <laughs> he gets bucked. Like, he's a right. good all-around player, right? Good all-around player. Right. So, let me ask you this: um, We can transition to this Boston and Milwaukee okay. game, series. If Boston loses this, or if Boston, let's say they lose, or let's say they win, if that happens, is Kawhi Leonard going? Or I'm sorry, is Kyrie Irving going? Man, from Boston. Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, you got man, but I mean Kyrie. You know he's still playing. Like he he doing what he does. You know in the playoffs, he's been here. You know he's a champion. Right. Um, like obviously. You got other superstars on the well, Gordon Haywood. Um upcoming Jason Tatum. You know. Mm-hmm. Kyrie obviously wants to be the, that guy. 
And Jason Tatum has been like I said, man, with, series, yeah, man, with the uh, Tatum coming up, like he's yeah. gonna be that dude in Boston. Like Jason yeah. Tatum is, <laughs> he he's really good. He's gonna be that guy in Boston, man. But uh, I don't know, man. I think he comes back if they don't, you know, win it, or even if they lose this series, man. I think he'll come back at least uh, next season. I know people have been saying out there in New York and everything, but I don't know. I think he stays in Boston another year. Okay, so I'll, I'll ask this question because this was actually going into another question, but I guess we can kind of intertwine. Is is Kawhi going after the season? And if he, you know, let's let's then say who has a better chance of leaving? I guess. Who has a better chance of staying? Like, what team do you think has a better chance of keeping their player if Kawhi stays? Or rather, you know, at the end of the season. Man, um... Because if you had to put... If I had to put money on it right now, I'd look he say Kawhi is leaving out before Kyrie. You said Kawhi be out? The production... Yeah. The production that... Kawhi is getting from Toronto is like terrible which I don't understand how they're winning this game now but it's terrible like Kyle Lowry is just trash you know (laughs) Siakam he just got injured you know they don't I I just I don't see I don't I've really just been having a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that Kawhi Leonard is staying I could see Kyrie staying more than Kawhi yeah, and that's what I said. I think uh, you know Kyrie is, is going to stay at least another year, see what stuff goes on, you know, with the draft and all that type of stuff, and then what the free agents right. are going to do next year, um, as well, because there's right. a bunch of them. Um, but the the what we heard all last season or in the off season about Kawhi in L.A., uh, mm-hmm. I'm not even thinking about the Lakers. I'm pretty sure he's not thinking about the Lakers, but that Clippers team. If he still yes. wants to go out west, you know, to L.A., man, then Clippers, obviously, and we've heard it um, from uh, reliable sources about him or the Clippers being the, uh, the front runner for him, uh, right. them landing. So I agree with you, man. Kawhi probably, and like you said, man, that production, I mean, it's different. It's different. Um yeah, it's, it's different out there for him, man. But I think he goes back west, man, and he'll go to that Clippers team. I, you know, I think too, man. That Clippers team, people need to really stay aware and awake. They have an opportunity to get two free agents, two max free agents, too. Right, right. So like, they got a chance of pulling a a, a Kawhi and a KD, and if that happens, I'm seeing championship all on that. And I don't even think they need to trade to get, like, stronger pieces. Because the pieces that they have on this team now are pretty good. Yeah. Pat Beverly, Lou Williams. I mean, they they got some good pieces. Right. So, I would be interested to see what Kawhi does, what the Clippers do, and then what Boston does. You know, like, that's just kind of interesting to me. But now, we have brought up Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And first of all, Kevin Durant has been playing like a madman. Let me ask this: 
Who is your MVP of the playoffs right now? In the playoffs, man, um, I got to go with Dame. I got to go with Dame. Uh, I mean, it's a strong argument, like you said. Durant, man. Look, y'all know y'all know his name. We all know his name right. out here. <laughs> um, but, you know, KD uh, behind LeBron for the past few years has been, you know, that guy in the league. Um, but I'm liking Dame in this playoff this year, man. Like I said, what he was doing to OKC and Russ – and then, I mean, just his performances straight across the board have been great, man. I would have to give it to, to Dame Dollar. See, now, I I got, like, three ways that I wanted to go with this. I wanted to go with Ka- Kawhi. Based upon what he's doing without the assistance of his teammates. Then I wanted to go to KD. And then I wanted to go with Dame. And I, I would throw in jokers too, but if I had to pick an MVP, honestly, it would be Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. That dude has been dropping. Last night he had another forty point. Yeah, he had a forty piece last night. Like Kevin Durant is playing out of his mind, good. And I don't know what kind of Michael Jordan secret sauce that is secret stuff that he's been drinking, but that guy has been hooping, yeah. like uncontrollable. So, now that takes me to this question. Here. We got Houston and Golden State. It's 2-1 in favor of Golden mm-hmm. State. Who is more valuable to Golden State? KD, Clay, Steph, Draymond, or is there anybody else? Oh, man, I'm going to have to go with the Spartan dog, man, Draymond Green. Hmm. And obviously, we're not talking about points with him. So everything else, man, that he brings to the table. There was a sequence, yep. uh, and I want to say, hmm, I don't think it, maybe it was game one against the Rockets, and or no, it was either the game seven of the Clippers or game one against the Rockets. But anyway, Draymond gets uh, fouled. I think it was an and one. He goes crazy, or he got fouled and missed it, missed a shot or something like that. But just his right. reaction, what he did to the crowd, got everybody in tune, back in tune into the game. And they were down. Just right. his energy that he gave to the crowd, he got the guys on the bench hype. Everybody that was on the court got hype, man. Then they turned around mm-hmm. and then just went on a crazy run to win the game. I would say Draymond, mm-hmm. man, just because of his leadership out there and just his tenacity. Uh, he just does the things that he does to, to win the game. Right. I right. think he has more value. I'm, I'm, so for a while, we said Steph, you know, point guard, whatever. I always think Clay. Mm-hmm. I always think he is like an underrated resource on that team. But honestly, man, Okay, so the, the the Warriors, they won a championship, a couple of them actually, without Kevin Durant. Right. I just, I want to say Kevin Durant, but it's like they won without you. Yeah. Most valuable, though, uh, it probably will be Draymond. It probably would have to be Draymond. Because 
he is so versatile. He's the utility man. Yeah. Like, everything that you need, he can handle the ball, he can shoot it, he can pass it, he'll get the crowd involved, he'll get your team involved. He keeps everybody... I was watching the game last night, mm-hmm. and he was um, so animated just on certain parts that had willed them. That's the thing about Draymond. He can will you. And I'd also throw in Andre Iguodala. Okay. Yeah, he been play- he's been playing great. And he's been playing great. Last night, he Both played games. very well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, okay. I, I just... I I would throw him in there, but I probably have to go with Draymond. Yeah, I probably have to go with Draymond. Steph hasn't been playing too good. He's been shooting really bad lately. Last night, he had five fouls. And he missed a dunk, but that was true. That, oh. that last <laughs> the sequence, <laughs> I, I just I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. That was crazy. So let's. Uh, I'm gonna read this. So Dennis Rodman, he was in the news for his comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, and this is about him guarding LeBron well, and Kevin LeBron Durant. Man. He said, yep. "Me, Mike, and Scotty could lock up LeBron. This game is too simple." He's just big. Katie is the same thing. Now, there was more to that that story that he said, but he was basically saying all that. Do you, I mean, Paul Dennis Robin, uh, do you, do you believe that? Or do you think uh, it might not be as easy as it sounds, Robin? Oh, uh, man, I, there there is definitely truth to what he's saying. Sure. I'm not going to, I mean, bro, this, this is LeBron, like, and you know me. I haven't always been, you know, a LeBron supporter or fan. Um, You know, I respect, I respect his his game, his 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 greatness, man. I do give him that. Like, I feel that he can do whatever he wants to on the court if he wants to. Right now, like I said, it's some truth to what Robin is saying. Like, dog, back then. You know, 80s, 90s ball. Rodman was tough, the toughest of them, man. You know, he's out there playing, you know, against uh, he, when he was in Detroit, you know, like Rick Mahorn and all them, all them dudes, right. man. Like, he's one of the toughest ever. Same thing with Pippen and Jordan. Like, that whole era is crazy. But I don't think it's going to be easy for them to actually, I mean, guard, man, especially KD. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's a, that's a different monster, man. Like, he's shooting. He's seven foot. Yeah. Like he's shooting over you. Yeah. It's not gonna be easy. You know, he's not the best ball handler, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna be easy. <laughs> Especially with LeBron. KD could be a now, different story with uh, Garden. Yeah. So I think number one, the thing that sucks is like we'll never be able to go back into the time period of which we could play a more aggressive physical style of basketball. As opposed to now, right? Because right. like now everything is to follow. Oh my god, these refs are something else in this playoff. And you know, everything is just so I was watching James Harden last night, who played James Harden. Oh god, that is another subject. But he his decision making irritates all life out of me. Like I'm I'm not diverting away from what it is that I'm about to say, but I just have to get this out because I forgot to. He was playing last night. He was running a point guard position. And what I noticed is that whole play calling system for James Harden is ISO. And if he is not the target for the play, he'll just stand up by the logo and won't do anything. He won't move without the ball. 
he won't, you know, create for other people. It's just drive or step back, right? So last yeah. night he was doing all that, and he turned the ball over so much because Icky was locking him up, and there were plenty of chances for Harden to pass the ball to Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker, and he like blew it. Like one play, he took 24, 23 seconds to set up the play, and then when they finally got the ball up, it, it was like time was up yeah like james harden is so irritating i get it he can score he's probably the best scorer in the nba but the mere fact that he is i don't i don't know at any rate i just had to get that out because i've been thinking about that all day if we look back like in the 90s like it was more physical nature yeah i don't know how much kevin durant would have lasted in that right lebron sure because of muscle Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't disagree with Robin. Mm-hmm. Now, if we, you know, looked at today's rules, uh, Kevin Durant might have a more easier time scoring than LeBron. Mm-hmm. Only because Kevin Durant is like seven foot, he could just shoot over you. Right, right. And that right. might be the key factor to me. But like, I would love to see Kevin Durant get locked up by Scotty. Like, right. Right, or, or LeBron by Jordan or Rodman or something like that. Yeah, that Scotty matchup with Kevin Durant. Oh my god! Oh, uh, like Pippen, that would Pippen just love matchups like that. Yes, he on the best player, man. Like that's it. Scotty Pippen is the greatest playoff defensive player in history. I don't care what you say. Man. And there are games to back that up to prove that he's got many of steals to seal the game. Mm-hmm. Like he's the He's top five defender of all time, but like he's like got to be top three playoff of all time. So that was interesting. Uh, let's let's let's. <laughs> so Gilbert Arenas, mm-hmm. he had made a, a a Vince Carter is coming back for another season, right? And uh, his twenty second season, and Gilbert Arenas says. Uh, via uh, Twitter he says I respect your love but there's young players trying to live their dream you did and every year you play that's one player getting cut from his dream because they will take your name over them what do you think about that and then when do you think players should retire from sports I guess. Hmm. Uh, well, that, and that might be a little tough to say because different sports are, you know, all sports are different. So like football is more tough than basketball. You know, baseball it's not as tough. So basketball, I guess. When do you think players should retire? I mean, when when you really can't compete, man. Like when that production isn't there, we've seen. Let's just say Kobe, for instance. Sure. His last season, right? Um, I mean, you could just tell. I mean, his knees, and I mean, just just him shooting. Right. He had a bad, you know, he had a, a bad season, a bad shooting season. His past, his last few seasons, man, they were just bad. And mm-hmm. you know, it was sad for us that grew up watching them, man. Like. Like Kobe's a dog. Like he's one of the greats. And right. to see him out here not producing like we know he can, man. Yeah. And he even knew it. 
You know, that's why right. he went ahead and did the retirement. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. So I, it, it just it just depends on the on the individual. I think, man, if your game, you can just tell. You know, your body can only take so much. Vince Carter is 40, 41. I believe so. Something like that, man. I mean, this dude is still dunking. Like, when he plays, I mean, he can get you double figures. Like, he can still shoot. He's 42. 42? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's his love and passion for the game. That's why he went into the league and got drafted. Right. You know, out of uh, North Carolina. That's where he went to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yep, yep. It just depends, man, you know, on, on the individual, I think. I agree with Gilbert. Now, I know it would be easy for me to look <clears throat> excuse me, at the perspective of, um, hey, look, if you're a young player and you're trying to make it in the league, just go out there and out-hoop him. Uh-huh. And then I understand, too, um, you know, it's hard to to be like, okay, I'm a rookie in the NBA. Pick me over Vince Carter. Yeah. I will say this, though. And Gilbert is right. Uh, one aspect is, Vince, you're 42 years old. The NBA is getting younger. It's not getting older. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, dude, if you want to play, go play in the big three. Right? But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you can get... because. Jamal Crawford is still in the league. True. You know, true. Uh, Dirk was just in the league still, but he kind of bowed out. Vince, I, I'm not, I'm not seeing anything from Vince that shows like, me like you need up. to hang it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm seeing something from Vince where it's just like, okay, he's a good veteran in the locker room. He can still go out there and give you, I don't know. Maybe 10 points, 10, 12 points. Yeah. Off the bench. If he was hurting a team by his production, all that, then I'd be like, hang it up. But the guy's still doing 360s. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you can still do a 360 at 42 years of age. Right. With ease. With ease. <clears throat> I don't really see, see the problem. I don't. But that's just. That's just me. Uh, let's let's get you a, a a a couple more notes, and then we'll hit some other stuff, and then we'll be out. Uh, your boy, the crybaby, Dwight Howard. Oh, this guy said, I think, and he said this on the Gilbert Arenas podcast, No Chill Gil podcast, which is a great podcast, by the way. Shout out Gilbert Arenas. He said. And I quote, I think Kobe is better than Jordan. Everything Jordan did, Kobe did it better. And I listened to the full interview. And then after that part, Dwight said that uh, Kobe, you know, it it sounded like he had contradicted himself, but he kind of sounded like he said, like, uh, Andrew Bynum wasn't better because of Kobe, right? So (laughs) I don't know where he's going with that. But let's just focus on that beat that he says, everything Jordan did, Kobe did it better. And, and Andrew Bar- and, and, and Dwight states that he feels like Kobe Bryant is better than Michael Jordan. He feels like he's a GOAT. What do you think of that? Especially during that era of Dwight kind of being on the Lakers until Kobe uh, Bryant. <laughs> uh, man, I'm, I don't want to relive that. <laughs> oh, 
what should have been. Oh man, I mean, and, it, and it's funny why they're saying that because yeah. Kobe didn't like that dude. No, he did <laughs> he not. He did not like Dwight. No, he I did mean, not. He called him. <laughs> he, he called him soft. Called him soft. His in own, the middle of a game. In the middle of the game, his own teammate. <laughs> his own teammate doing <laughs> timeout or commercial break. Called him soft. He called him like, soft. Oh man. Like I said, that's that's ironic, man, for Dwight to say that. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and agree with him because I mean Mike Mike is Mike. Mm-hmm. Kobe uh mirrored Michael Jordan. Right. I'm not gonna say he did everything better. Right. Um I mean Kobe did what he did in his in his era. Mm-hmm. It's Kobe Bryant. That's Michael Jordan. Right. I'm gonna leave it at that, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, the saying is always going: the student is never greater than the master. Yeah, yeah. Nobody I, you know, that. And, and Kobe is my dude. Love Kobe being Bryant. At one point in my life, I didn't necessarily respect. I'm not gonna say respect him, but I wasn't a big of as big of a fan for Kobe as I was. And then as time progressed, it's like especially when Kobe donned the 24 jersey, my that 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 was my favorite Kobe, mm-hmm. 24 because of the way he played. But what Michael Jeffrey Jordan did, he set the blueprint for Kobe. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Kobe says, he emulated his game after Jordan. Yeah? We've all seen the footage of everything that Kobe did. Mm-hmm. Jordan did it, you know, every or everything that Jordan did. Kobe was emulated right. from the exact same spots on the court. Yep, yep. It wasn't like he was just making stuff up. Like, no, this stuff was on the exact same spot on the court. So, you know, uh, Dwight, I, I disagree with you, man. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying that from a standpoint of like, oh, Jordan just. My favorite, no, he is. He's the greatest basketball player of all time. Michael Jordan is my favorite athlete of all time. But what that man did just on the court, forget changing the game of basketball, but what he did on the court, no, nobody will ever be able to duplicate that. Nobody will ever be able to be better than that, in my opinion. Yeah. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. So we asked a question on Instagram. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not following us on there, then you definitely need to. That is the underscore K45. Question that we asked was net, no net, or double ring? Which is <laughs> the worst, right? Which is worse, a double rim or no net? Now, we're obviously talking about basketball. This is kind of a basketball uh, dominated podcast because we're in the playoffs and that's kind of the most important thing. But, and, and we just wanted to kind of get on here for a little bit because we missed you all. But uh, I believe next time we'll have everybody on. But we did ask that question. Now, Rouse, he is not here, but he actually had made a comment on uh on the instagram post when we posted it and he and uh <laughs> actually a couple of people did uh kelby uh, kelby uh one of our friends he said no net is worse uh them on the money hit or misses breakup friendship <laughs> <laughs> another guy tj man said no net fingers down rick what is your thoughts because you commented on that as well yeah, um, definitely no net. <laughs> definitely no 
man. It's just too much work, bro. Like, yeah, like we said, you know, we were talking about the great South Side here in Niles, Michigan. Yeah. Um, but there were many battles, man, on the court. Um, man, just guys just running all day. The the rim closer to the street, man. Yeah. Sometimes you have a net, like oh, that's dangerous. That's there dangerous. Traffic accidents almost. Right. The ball goes right through. Right if it hits a rock, it'll bounce somewhere. Like there's no I mean double rim, man. If you're a good if you're a great shooter, man, if you're a good shooter, you're gonna find the basket. Like you're gonna fall in love with the backboard. Yeah. And that still and that still has the net. There's nothing like the no net, yeah. man. That's yeah. Double double rim is irritating as a shooter. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate double rim. But no net. That's the worst. That's just like shooting in the air. Like it's yeah. it's just just pointless. It's like I don't even want to play on the rim if it doesn't have a net. Like that. Right. Like, that <laughs> is just ridiculous. Like I. It, oh god. It changes your whole mood. It changes your whole. If you if you mood. see that, you're like, oh man, right. let's go. Let's find another spot. <laughs> Especially if you don't have a rebounder. Like. It's right. one thing if you got the rebounder, okay, that person be upset. Like, Kelby, I understand what you're saying, bro. Like, okay, yeah, that can break up friendship. But when you're by yourself and you have to retrieve <laughs> the basketball, especially if you're shooting a like a deep three, half court style, and you got to yeah. run. Oh, oh my god, it makes me not even want to play. I still do, <laughs> but oh, I cannot stand stand that. We asked one more question um, on the gram. We asked uh, which player. Uh, would have had the best career if healthy. And the choices were from T Mac, Grant Hill, Brandon Roy, Penny Hardaway, or Derek Rose. Now, our own, uh, first of all, um, Tyler Rouse, he said uh, D Rose easily. And then Brandon Rouse said D Rose, T Mac, uh, Brandon Roy, Penny, and Grant Hill. Rick, you, who, who would you go with? Man, I forgot all about that one. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm I'm gonna have to do a list like Rouse did. In my opinion, I would have to put I would have to say T Mac. Okay. Derek Rose. Okay. Um man. I would have to go with Grant at three. Okay. Grant Hill, uh Penny, then Brandon Roy. Mm. Okay. Any specific reason why? Man, uh, I've always been a fan. I've liked Tracy McGrady. Sure. Um, and with Kobe being my favorite player, uh, you know, when they got to match up against each other, it was always a battle. Uh, Tracy is a little bit taller than, uh, than Kobe was. Uh, I just like his overall game. He was aggressive. He can get to the basket. Yeah. Spread the floor. Like T Mac was, was a monster, man. Derrick Rose, that <laughs> dude was nuts. He was great. Derrick Rose was nuts, man. But then I think people sleep on Grant Hill though, mm-hmm. because he was a good defender. He would dunk on you too. Right. With no questions asked, man. Right. But I think uh, for me, T Mac, I think we had the better career if he was healthy. 
I'm going to go with number one. I'm going with Grant Hill. Uh, Grant Hill at one point was, and this is not the top five, but you know, it's just Grant Hill was like he was com- being compared to Jordan. He was arguably the next Jordan when he came in from Duke and and and, and played in Detroit. Grant Hill had a great career. You know, number two, I'm going to go with Tracy McGrady. I think T Mac had a great year great career especially when he was at Houston um, and, and he, he was an incredible scorer when he was on Orlando even even uh, Toronto he had a great career there number three I'm going with Derrick Rose and then four I'm going with Penny and then five I'm going with Brandon Roy now this is why I'm putting Derrick Rose at three because I know there's arguments and everybody's like well Derrick Rose Derrick? Oh, okay yes Derrick Rose is great Here's the thing that separates Derrick Rose from everybody else on this list. First of all, he's the only player still playing. Number two, he's the only player that has a MVP trophy on here. So for me to necessarily say like his career wasn't great, well, you get an MVP trophy. A championship is ultimately the ultimate goal, but if you're you're an MVP player in the league, right? Like all of these guys had MVP caliber, but he's the only one that won the MVP trophy. So it's kind of hard for me to say, well, his career would have been better. Okay, if he won the championship. But remember, during that year that he got that MVP trophy, he got that when him, Kobe, LeBron, Chris Paul, I think Dirk, those names were running for MVP. Mm-hmm. He had an amazing season. 2011. He had an amazing season. So it's hard for me to say, oh, yeah. He was, you know, his career would have been better. Well, obviously his career was better. And he's still playing to this day. Yeah, yeah. And had a good year. And had a good season. He did. He did. He had a good, these last two years, had a really good year. And even think about going back to Chicago next year for another good season. So I think his career is fine. No, yes, we all wanted him to, you know, win championships. And we love the way he played and all that stuff like that. But Grant Hill, man. If Grant didn't get injured, you know, and had so many leg problems and all of that stuff like that, I <laughs> knee problems. I, I think that Grant Hill just I, I, I don't even know if we'd be talking about T Mac. I part of me says I wonder if, if even we'd be talking about Kobe to a degree. You know, because Grant Hill just did it all. So I don't know. It, it, it is definitely on our Instagram page. The question, man, it's not too late. Go back, look at it, give us your thoughts. We would love to hear um, your 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 thoughts concerning that. Rick, do you got a fashion tip for us this week? Um, I do, I do. Um, and this goes out to the ladies, um, ladies, lady listeners. I'm hoping that you all are uh, just keeping tabs of your pedicures. Make sure. Summertime, it's a nice day out today, man. We're wearing flip-flops and sandals. Make sure you guys get your pedicures. And and this is this is this is for all races. Like yes. Black people aren't the only ones that need lotion and moisturizer. <laughs> like this is for all races. Anybody can get uh, ashy. Make sure women, if you're wearing sandals, moisturize your feet. Uh, yes. Yeah. You don't want it looking like you've been stomping around in bricks all day long. Busting bricks with your feet, man. Oh gosh. Listen, so just, just just take care of your feet, oh ladies. 
if you're having a hard time with that, by the way, hit up Nails by Mel. Uh, <laughs> and she'll definitely assist you with that. Hit her up on 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 social media as well for for tips. She'll be yeah. more than happy to, to 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 help and guide you. We shouldn't be ashamed. And 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 gentlemen, listen, you you need to be moisturized as well. Yeah, you know, some of you absolutely. that like to to walk around with no 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 socks on with your sandals, and that's fine. I'm a hooper. I'm going to walk around with socks on with my Nike slides. But for you guys that enjoy. Being barefoot like that, don't depend on the ocean water to wash away the rust on your feet. Hey, Take care of that. Know. Lotion is fine. It is. Remember, everybody has to look at your foolishness. So please be mindful of that. Listen, um, <laughs> caveman of the week. What do you got for your caveman of the week this week, Rick? Oh, man. Caveman of the week. I didn't have anybody down, but I will say I'm gonna go with uh, the Joker. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Joker, man. Um, <laughs> he's been playing good. <laughs> he's, been, he's been playing really well, and I, I like him. Uh, and <laughs> I'm just like, so in the in the in the in the All Star game, you know, he was in the All Star game, so. He was playing around then because he threw it off somebody's back. Uh, when he was passing the ball in, he threw it off somebody's back. He did that a couple of times in the All-Star game. And then it was one moment where he just threw the ball at somebody who was already standing out of bounds on the opposing team. Like right. He just gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the Joker all around, man. He's playing good out there in Denver. Um, that'll just be my caveman just for everything that he's been doing. Yeah, man. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the Portland Trailblazers and uh, uh, Denver Nuggets series in general. I, I actually could see a rivalry building out of that, but man, that has been some good, solid basketball to me. Mm-hmm. And the Joker definitely is up there. Dame is up there. I, I man, I've been, and I want to say this too. And it's Cantor. He might be like okay. the guy is playing with a okay. dislocated shoulder. Right, right. Last the other day, he said he was playing with his arm in his sleeve just to hold his arm up. I don't know who would do that. His career, if he was trying to make a contract, man, his value would drop immensely. But he is out there playing with a dislocated shoulder. Shout out to Ennis Cantor, man. That, that guy, I, I like his game. He's a yeah. dog on the court. Gets his buckets. He's a good passer. I've been liking the battle between him and the Joker as well. Right. He took he took a dive. Yes, he did. On his, on his bad uh, shoulder, man. On his, his bad ball. shoulder. Yes, he did, yeah. man. Some That's of you some want to, stuff. Yeah, man. Some of you won't take a dive. You're in a good bill of health. <laughs> <laughs> right. In this cancer, man. So yeah, shout out to him. Well, from the good to the bad. Uh, it's time for Ralph is not here, but the Smush uh, Parker <laughs> of the week. I know you people have been waiting on that forever. We're not going to hit up all the Smush Parkers that we have. We're going to save a lot of them. We might do a Smush Parker show for crying out loud. What? what Rick, yeah. Rick, give me, give me, give me, give me a Smush Parker or two. Uh, man, see, we've, we've been gone for three weeks, so ah! Ah! Uh, some of the stuff I'd never wrote, wrote written down, so I oh lost things. Oh boy! But I'm gonna have to give this uh, Smush Parker of the week. Um, I think I told you guys there was an individual. Um, I'm sitting in my work truck. This guy 
is not paying attention. I'm parked. I'm at a stop. I have a customer. He pulls in, and I don't even see him. I just got on the truck. I sat down, get ready to pull off. Next thing I know, he backs up into my truck, smack down, hard as hell. He gets out the car. I'm like, dude, what the heck just happened? He was like, man, no, no, no hurt, no foul, no hurt, no foul. I was like, man, I gotta see what the front of my grill looks like, dude. You just ran. <laughs> like, what? Hit the truck, man. You know, thankfully there's no damage to my truck or his uh, van that he was in because he was in the car <laughs> van as well. Wow. He was like, man, I was on the effing phone, man. I've got the shrek. <laughs> I was like, dude, definitely smush, man. Oh my god, man. Well, uh, one of my smush, I have two of them this week. Right. One is the Golden State Warriors Houston Rockets game, preferably the last, oh god, 30 seconds of that game. <laughs> it was absolute pandemonium. <laughs> I don't know what these people were doing. First of all, <laughs> Austin Rivers got decapitated by Draymond oh. blind screen. <laughs> but while that screen happens, Steph Curry gets the <laughs> ball and he blows a wide open dunk. Oh my God. The whole Houston Rockets bench is fanning because they're saying Steph is trash. Here comes. <laughs> Chris Paul with the ball, and the entire Golden State Warriors team refuses to foul. They just looked. Right. <laughs> it was the worst <laughs> 30 seconds of basketball that I had ever seen. Austin Rivers at the end of the game was down the ground for like two minutes. Draymond lit him. Yeah. Up. That whole sequence. I, wow. I, that, was that was crazy. Ridiculous. Clay Thompson put his hands up like, oh my God. Yes, he did. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. My last Bush Parker, it actually happened at church tonight. Um, we were coming from this last service, and this young lady came into the church, and I was looking in the back, and I seen her. She uh, had this, it was like a turban bonnet s thing on her head and this white robe, so I presumed... It was her and two other women that came in. And so I presume that she was just coming in as a guest. You know, she had her Bible. Maybe that was just her outfit. She was still stuck in Wakanda. I don't know. <laughs> Our pastor begins to say, everybody come to the altar and let's pray, you know, as we dismiss. So we all begin to walk up to the altar. As we go up to the altar, she comes up there and mm-hmm. pastor looks at her and says, oh, we have a candidate for baptism. And she said, no, she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, where are you from? And then they corrected Pastor and said, uh, she, she's not a candidate for baptism. She actually corrected him and said, uh, I was looking for Bishop, somebody else to baptize her. And he said, well, you're, you're at the wrong church. She said, I'm looking for, I think, Jarrell Kojic, Church of God in Christ. Oh, wow. She came to the wrong church. <laughs> I don't want to say that our <laughs> baptism is smushed, but there's a big sign on our church that says oh, wow. Bethlehem Temple Apostolic Church, dude. I don't know. I, she brought her clothes on a hanger. Right. It was That's ready. the funny thing. She was already ready for the she baptism. She was ready for the baptism. <laughs> and she wow. went to the wrong church, people. Wow. Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> we were like, well, you don't have to leave. We we can baptize you right here. She proceeded oh, yeah. to walk out so quick. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, told man. everybody, get your keys and your code and let's go. So I hope that whatever she was looking for, wherever she was going, she got it. But listen, if you're going to, you people need to make sure that you know where you need to get baptized at. I don't know why we're saying that in 2019. You don't know where you're going, but <laughs> man, that was that was rough. So that was that was the smush Parker this week. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll have another one. Let's do the top five, and then we'll be out of here. Uh, listen, we just lost a great human being in John Singleton, a great film director, many many of hits that we all know and love. And so we thought it'd be great to just pay tribute to him and give our top five John Singleton films. Um, of course, this is in the order that we like them. But if you out in podcast land or however you're listening to uh, have any thoughts about John Singleton, definitely uh, shoot us a message on Twitter or Instagram and, and, and definitely post your your top five favorite. Rick, go ahead, man. What's your top five John Singleton movies? Uh, top five, man, Boys in the Hood. Okay. Gotta be number one. Um, my second one, man. I love this movie, and I did hear they're coming out with a second one. I have to go with Four Brothers. Mm. That's that's up yes. there. I have to. Second. That was a good movie. Yes. Um, Poetic Justice. Okay. Then I got Baby Boy. And then Higher Learning. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's a good list. And you know what's crazy? Uh, me and you have all the same movies on the list except different orders uh my number five is poetic justice okay uh, my number four is baby boy my number three is higher learning mm-hmm. um now i know that people uh would probably put baby boy over higher learning but higher learning was so good for the culture uh, right at that time especially you know uh historically black colleges universities and things of that nature so my number two did you know what said in school yeah, uh, no, they wouldn't allow that because it was, you know, right. right. And, and I went to a predominantly white school at one point in time, so I'm sure they weren't gonna allow that. Wow. Now, where we stay here in Flint, Michigan, oh, they they they, they probably show that on a daily basis. All these, right? Uh, <laughs> number two and number one, I tossed and turned about this. My number two is Four Brothers, and my number one is Boys in the Hood. This is why I tossed and turned. Four Brothers is so underrated in just the history of movies, period. Okay. Like, Boys in the Hood is definitely up there. It's, it is number one. But Four Brothers, man, you had two black guys. Yeah. Tyreek and Andre 2000, Mark Wahlberg, and then they had another one. And they were all adopted. Yep, yep. So... At first, when you're watching it, you're like, oh, this movie could be about race or whatever. No, it's total opposite. You know, like, you know, fighting for a grandma, fighting for a mother. And all. The movie's great. The movie is great. So, if you guys haven't seen any of those, there are others. Uh, too Fast, Too Furious. Um, right. Shaft. Shaft. Hustle yeah. and Flow. Hustle and Flow. Right, right, right. He did a 30 for 30 with Marion Jones. Um, yep. He did the show yep. called Snowfall, I believe. There's a lot that 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 John Singleton did, man. That yeah. that is definitely going to be missed. Um, you know, in, with with he he created a culture, man. Culture, man. Yep. He created a culture. But yep. you, you you think about 
um, 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 Jackson. Oh yeah, uh, he Beverly Hills Cop. Right. Yeah, right. Man. Right. You know that, that what he did, man. That there was there was many of movies that he did and, and many great things. So rest in peace, John Singleton, man. We were praying for his uh, children and family and his wife and all of that. You know that they find comfort. But uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this episode of The Cave. Now, uh, we might get another show in this week. We might. Yeah. We might. We're going to figure out a time. That way we can get everybody, I'm sure. Well, we, some of these things, we had technical difficulties or whatever. And life happens, but we wanted to get on here and show love. You people have been asking about The Cave, so we're back on the grind we got to do this for you because you all are what makes the cave the cave. Rick, how can they get in contact with you? Um, see, Twitter and Instagram. Um, follow me at SirRick32. That's S-I-R-R-I-C-K 32. Twitter and Instagram. Hit me up. So you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Prince, P-R-I-N-C-3-Q, or uh, at Instagram at P-R-I-N-C-3 underscore Q and then you can find again you can find the cave on Instagram at the underscore K23 or the cave uh, on Twitter at the K45 and we would love to hear from you man listen we're gonna be posting more content uh, some of the things we talked about we'll be posting that on the gram and Twitter and even on some of our Facebook pages we need your support uh, the more support that we get from you all man the more people listen the more things can happen and we've got some things up our sleeve that we're trying to do not only uh did we take a two-week break because of a sickness or uh easter but um also uh we're, we're trying to create better content better content and, and make this open even more to different things we got a lot of things in store so uh with that being said we thank you all for joining in by the way uh happy cinco de mayo it is uh yeah man it's cinco de mayo I'm sure some people are in turnt mode already. Uh, please oh, yeah. do so responsibly. <laughs> Who am I to say don't do it? I'm sure people aren't even listening for that. They're like, oh, what does that guy know? So, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, until next time, it's Rick, it's Quentin, and you guys have enjoyed your time on the cave. Well, I'll let you next week. Peace. Right, peace.